Good morning. Thank you for choosing the manual. I hope all is well and that you're doing your best to put your best self forward. It is hump day. and We've had an exciting week so far with a lot of things in uh, society, in the media, uh, in life. Uh, I hope, first of all, I hope that everyone is staying safe. I can't believe we are heading into six months into this pandemic and it seems like there's no possible end in sight. I don't want to sound dismal or gloom, but it just really seems like every time we make a um, a a little progress, we are put back. We are put back into uh, the reality of like, hey, this is not normal. Uh, Reason being I say that is that college sports uh, football season uh, for college sports uh, potentially is over, at least for now. Um, I couldn't imagine being an athlete. Uh, in a program who stayed in school possibly for four years and then your senior season or your final season, your final campaign at getting into the NFL, if if that's what your goal is, that that's gone. It's off the table because you won't have this. I I mentioned to a friend who had a daughter graduating uh, this year from high school where the year was not normal. Um, meaning there was no prom, there was no senior trip, and obviously the graduation had to be virtual, which I just couldn't imagine because you don't get that again. You don't get a prom again. You don't get a prom in college. You don't get a prom anywhere else in your life. You get a prom in high school. So to have that taken away from uh, that young lady was kind of unfortunate when early in the year, um, meaning January, February-ish, she was planning on attending her prom, probably purchased a dress, had some plans, and all of that kind of just got off the table. So um, my nephew started high school, and his uh, he only had a few months of his freshman year, and then the rest of it taken away. He's a track athlete, so his season was taken away as well. So I, I understand um, the disruption because this new normal is 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 kind of a new normal. We don't know what's going on. Uh, the fa- the failure that we've had uh, at the leadership uh, it seems now um, laughable. Uh, it, it seems uh, very dismal that we cannot continue in this in, in this track. I try to leave politics aside. Uh, from the podcast, but it just really seems like we're, you know, we are, we don't know what we're doing as a society, as a a country. um, We don't know what we're doing. And it looks really bad to the rest of the world, but it also looks bad to those who live in this country. You know, it's great. It's a great country. We are technologically advanced in a lot of ways. We are uh, financially savvy. It is a great place to be an entrepreneur, but it's just, I don't know how we can't get around uh, getting, you know, beating this thing. It's just, it's mind blowing. It's mind boggling to me. It's crazy, you know? So yeah, fall sports, um, for the most part gone, uh, football, they're trying to do it. Now this, these questions for the NFL, what is the NFL going to do? You know, the NFL actually starts in about four weeks. There's no preseason. So that's gone. So that, that is not a, a normal thing for those sports heads out there. And, you know, I, I know we have, uh, a vast array of listeners, but for the sports heads, you know, after the the Super Bowl, there's a lull. Then we have the draft. We kind of see what our teams are going to have uh, potentially for the next football season, and then we have preseason, which kind of gives you the excitement of the games coming back, of you know the season approaching, and then we have football. 
now no preseason. Whether you were into that or not, some people, they hate preseason. They, they don't see it's necessary. Um, I think Hard Knocks started uh, yesterday. Um, I believe Hard Knocks, I think they're doing the Rams again. But it just doesn't feel like football season. I, I'm, I'm not into it. You know, I don't know what I, how I feel in a month if we do have games that are starting. But uh, I live in Virginia. I'm a Jets fan. And it's already been announced that the Jets and Giants will not be having any fans at their games at all. So MetLife Stadium will be empty on game days. So and that's even even crazy to think about, because going to a a game, if you're from that area, going to a game up there is actually really fantastic because the tailgating is the best part. The teams might suck, but the tailgating, that's where it's such a camaraderie. It's such a. A fun environment. Um, so t- to think of that not even being around is crazy. Uh, you know, high school sports again, football season gone. Crazy. I know I sound selfish saying this, but you know, it, it, I guess it has to be said by someone um, that we that we enjoy our certain normalcies that we have, and that's now off the table. Um, we've had. Um, Joe Biden pick up a, a running mate, um, Kamala Harris. Congratulations. Uh, should be interesting. Um, and this goes to show you people that you you have to be a big person when it comes to um, the bigger picture. And what I mean about that is that during the presidential nominations uh, for the Democratic Party, Miss um, Harris took a lot of shots at Joe. And Joe, you know, rightfully owned up to the things that he admitted to uh, in his past. You know, Joe has a, 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 a past of voting against certain things that you guys should know about that, you know, every every candidate is not as squeaky clean as we would like them to be. But he owned up to his 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 missteps and, and you know, how he thought. And, you know, hopefully he's learned from things and he's grown as a person. But she took some very hard shots at her. She's a very no nonsense person. I'm not really a fan of hers, but I kind of see why they picked her because uh, she's she is polarizing. Um, she does uh, actually look the part, if that even means something, um, because I, I think being sort of a rock star, air quotes, it is it is star power that gets you things. If you don't want to believe that, then you haven't been living in the real world or reality for a while. When it comes to anything that you do, you personally, yes, I'm talking to you. Being a rock star, being someone that is that is that is mentioned, being someone that is recognized and respected in your field, uh, it is very important to be that. If you are a nobody, virtually nobody, no one will remember you. No one would know you, you know, your reputation precedes you, as they like to say you if you're up for promotion, you best believe that some of the people in the, in, in the, in the upper crust need to know who you are or at least know you by name to say, oh, this is the person that you guys are you know, clamoring about, because if, if no one knows you and your accomplishments don't speak for themselves, then you won't be picked for things. You won't be pushing towards your excellence. I, I tell people that all the time. All the time, like, you know, when you go into the interview process, have fun with it. Be loose because you need to be remembered. You need to you know, say, OK, you know what? We had 15 people come in today, but hmm, I remember this guy, Joe. Who was Joe? Joe was. the Oh, yes, Joe. That is important. That is very important. So uh, of all the people that he could have picked, I think this was a smart choice. 
Uh, I'm not a political commentator or, or you know, claim to be, but I, I think that um, he's going to start a pot a little bit and it's going to make this thing very interesting. So, you know, in the next coming weeks and months uh, prior to the election, we will see because we have to do better than what we have. What we have is failure. I mean, there's no other word that you can use. There's no other way you can go. Um, it is systemic failure. Can't have it. Done with it. It's over. One term. Okay, so moving on to um, a few things. As you guys know, uh, I mentioned on a, a couple episodes ago about there's a shortage of coins. There's a shortage of silver. Uh, there's a shortage of, of precious metals in the country right now. And if you don't believe me, when next time you go into a store, look at the register or look at a sign at the register alerting you that they want you to use coins or bring coins in because there's a shortage. I say this to say that I've been buying precious metals for um, a little bit over two years now, and it's getting to the point where I'm, I'm really focusing on buying um, choice pieces because I want to be able to collect some things, but the ultimate end game is to sell these things and make a profit. It is an investment after all. So I'm basically stockpiling as much as I can. So any quarters that I have, any nickels, dimes, uh, things like that, I'm keeping, I'm not spending. I'm really keeping a hold of it because, um, it's really going to be a shortage. And if this continues, then it's going to be scarce. If you guys remember anything about history, Roosevelt, uh, and this is Fort Knox. You can actually like look this up. Um, in literally one day or actually 48 hours, they rounded up all the gold in the country. Like you were ordered to surrender whatever goal you had, like under like a like a not martial law, so to speak. But it was like armed people that you were it was punishable by certain penalties if you didn't you know, get your goal. So all, all the gold was collected, smelted down and then cut into these gold bars. And in that one moment, um, Roosevelt kind of made everything, um, you know, made everything right. It was to fund his new deal. It was to get us out of the Great Depression. And um, the scarcity of precious metals is crazy. And if you guys know anything about the economy or economy, period, that, um, Precious metals and things to back the economy is needed. Our money is not backed by anything. I think Nixon, uh, and I might be wrong on this, so you guys can fact check me. Um, they decommissioned the dollar or, or deregulated it back in like 1974 when I was born. So the dollar doesn't have the, 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 the staying power that it used to, uh, which was prior to um, 74. So again, you know, if you're investing and you want to diversify your your stance and your position, uh, look into a few different things. Right now, real estate is at an all-time high to purchase because interest rates are ridiculously low. And if you are in a position to make a move on buying investment property or buying a property of, uh, to live in as your residence, this is a great time to do that. Uh, if you are not in a position to do that, this is a great time to get your credit together. You know, get things that you would normally be spending money on vacations and, and a new this and a new that. Take that money, look at your credit report, see what's outstanding, what you can pay off, what you can cut a deal on and get that 
kind of taken care of and get yourself in a position to take advantage of the so-called American dream, air quotes. Now, again, you know, this this all takes time and all we have right now is time. So definitely, definitely do that. Um, last few episodes, I've uh, I, I've kind of had, um, you know, talked about the health and wellness uh, situation. And I'm going to continue that because I've gotten some positive responses from from those episodes. Um, I also want to let everyone know that with your support, I'm able to do this. And I really, really, really appreciate the um, the support that you guys give me, you know, whether it be just a few listeners at some points of the day or uh, several, several hundred people listening at one point, And then, you know, someone sending in a question to kind of, you know, uh, you know, push the episode a little bit more. It is not live. I am actually thinking about going into a live um, sorry, live forum where it's on a Zoom or something to that effect. I have to kind of figure out because the Anchor app um, gives me a free opportunity to do this. I don't get um, I don't have to put out anything monetarily to get myself uh, on a podcast. It, it's it's literally that easy. Like you can just, you know, sign up on Anchor, uh, name your podcast, put on a bio, basically, and then they'll amplify it depending on your listenership amplify it to other platforms. Like I said, I've finally made it to Apple. Um, I've been on Spotify, probably the best known one, Google Chromecast, uh, to name a few. But it's been an amazing, amazing run because, again, um, I'm no stranger to public speaking. I'm no stranger to talking to masses of people. But I'm also, um, you know, a person that is not an expert on anything but being myself. And, you know, one of the things that I found with doing the podcast is that, you know, being yourself, being comfortable, being able to talk at length is actually kind of a, a cool gift because a lot of people don't have that kind of gift. They don't have that longevity. Um, I am a person that is, um, I'll, everyone wants to say that they're unique in their own little way and everyone has traits and uniqueness, you know, unique things about themselves. And one of the things about me is that I, I'm able to relate to a lot of things because of my childhood, the way I was raised. Um, I was exposed to a lot of things that at the time I didn't I didn't understand or didn't make sense to me. Um, I didn't, you know, realize what I was um, doing. I have I have a lot of moments in my life where clarity becomes um, uh, apparent for me because I just kind of have these uh, I call them Mr. Miyagi moments where I'm doing something setting myself up for something and I don't realize until I'm in that position. I'm like, oh my God, I just did all of that because I was doing this, preparing myself. You know, some people call it, you know, that divine intervention where, you know, God is putting you into position for your blessing or, you know, it's a right time, right thing, or it's a calculated move. I can only, I I probably have a list of things that I could possibly name of 10 things in my entire life that I could say that was a calculated move that I, I, I really tried to push for something. And of those calculated moves, probably maybe six of them didn't happen. And so I don't have a, a high percentage of things that I've set out to do and just kind of like fell short. Uh, I always believe in the attempt um, versus just thinking about it and the conception. I like to actually try something and if I fail at it, it's fine. You know, at least I tried it. 
But a lot of other instances, things have happened for me or happened to me where something was a catalyst to push that forward. And I kind of got into a position and didn't realize it. Um, Someone said to me years ago that a lot of people have positions and jobs that they are not qualified for. And I was like, what do you mean? And they were like, meaning that, you know, everyone has training, everyone goes to school or whatever, but some people end up in positions by default, or they end up in positions by something happening where they're thrust upon and then they have to either sink or swim. And in after this person explained this to me, I kind of realized that in talking to other people that, you know, how did you become this or what, you know, what you set out to do? How did you, how, you know, what, how did that happen for you? And nine times out of 10, they'll say, hey, you know what? I was on a trajectory for something else. And this, this ended up happening. And now I'm in this position. And I'm like, wow, you know, so a lot of people kind of end up places. And it is kind of a, a true thing because ask anyone that you know personally, you know, what do they go to college for if they went to college? And they'll, you know, they'll give you their major, but then their, their occupation doesn't line up necessarily with that. I know people that have gone to school to become biochemists, but they work for, you know, Homeland Security. Or, you know, they wanted to be a doctor and they ended up in a uh, entrepreneur field, maybe doing durable medical equipment. And they know about, so they so they have the they have the um the wherewithal about what this stuff does, but they're in a different different thing. Property management is another field as well. When property managers leave the field, they stay in it. They stay in the field in another capacity, meaning they go work for a marketing firm that markets to property management people. They go work for a a vendor that furnishes you know units for. Uh, property management people. So a lot of people like to stay in the field, but not be in the field, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Uh, Some of us make a total change in that regard, Um, at least temporarily speaking for myself. I eventually want to return to it, but I just don't know when. And I guess God will let me know when that time is, when I get that 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 signal or things line up for me to take that. And now I'm more cognizant of when these things happen, like if if there's a sign, if, if all signs are pointing north to something, I don't resist it anymore. Back in the day, I would try to find ways like, why is this happening? Why can't I get this? One of the things I've learned personally in life is that when you, you know, and this this goes into the, the secret and all that, if you guys believe in all that, if you, the law of attraction, if you put something in your head positively, I'm not going to speak on the negative aspect, but if you are, if you have positive thoughts and you gravitate and uh, and pretty much weaponize those thoughts, uh, it pretty much will come true. That is something that I personally believe. Um, it has not been dispelled for me yet, but if you if you set your mind to something and you're so hell-bent on getting it, you can actually achieve those things. It's It sounds crazy, but it is it is absolutely true. You know, think of when you focus on, you know, a project or something like that. Um, If we could sustain that energy and momentum, you know, imagine how greater your life could be. Imagine how greater if you can if you can always stay in that positive mindset. A lot of us get caught up in, you know, the what have, could have, should have, how to, what if, you know, 
happy. And if you change those things that I want to achieve, I want to do, uh, this is my plan, uh, things of that nature. So, something I've gotten away from in the past for myself is I used to, if I had a problem, let's say if I had an issue, you know, something small, work-related or whatever, and it's, you know, today, I would put it on a calendar, like literally put it on a calendar. And a month from now, I would look at the calendar from last month and look at what my month, you know, previously was like. That problem in those 30 days, 31 days, whatever, you know, month we're in, it should have gotten better or worse. And if it's gotten worse, then I could look at what didn't I do to get this solved or if it gotten better or if it got reversed or if it's off my plate, I'm like, what did I do to get this done? And I'm a visual person. Um, I, I like to take stock of myself, usually a couple times a year around resolutions, you know, for New Year's, things of that nature. Call me corny, but it is what it is. But I, I'm a visual person. I like to write down things like I I make a lot of lists, um, not to check the boxes, but I make a lot of lists. If I'm if I'm brutally honest with myself. I'll make a list of, you know, things that about my character or my personality that is, you know, good and bad. Um, When we get assessed by someone else, uh, and this is like if you're at work and you're getting a a peer review for a raise or a promotion or just kind of where you are with things, we tend to... We tend to like have that dictate who we are, you know, because someone assessed you, someone told you that you're this and that you're that. And it's kind of crazy because that becomes kind of like the law of the land is that because this particular person thought of me or thinks of me this way, this is the way it is. That's one person out of millions of people on this planet. That's one person out of the hundreds of thousands of people that you know. You know, they're just seeing you through a, a a particular lens, but it doesn't tell you the entire story of who you are. So I tell people, do not get caught up in what people think of you. Because whatever you reflect, you can change that. You can change that. If you're not a patient person, you can learn to be patient. It just takes time. It just takes time. You know, no pun intended. It, it takes time to be patient. You know, if you are someone who is a big dreamer, but you do not execute then you have to find a way to kind of get to that next gear to say, you know what, I have this great idea, but what do I want to do? Think of like, um, and I know I'm kind of jumping here, think of like your love life when you meet someone new. When you meet someone new and it's hot and heavy and you guys are experiencing each other, you're doing things that you may always do or you're comfortable normally doing. Or you're doing things that are taking you out of your comfort zone. And usually it's a ladder because you're you're experiencing things sometimes that you've let yourself not experience because of whatever it is. So a lot of a lot of our interactions, a lot of our, you know, um, uh, relativity to a lot of things is based on us. It's based on what we're willing to to bend and break on. We're willing to compromise. It is all relative. It's it's all kind of this 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 microcosm that we have and then it bleeds into like a whole different um mindset for you you know 
you should always take something from relationships, whether they're friendships, romantic relationships, work relationships, uh, client to business relationships. You got to take something um, positive from it. You know, we, we, we tend to, in a breakup, think about the negative things. Oh, this person was like this. But I'm like, but what was the positive? What was the thing that you that you learned from it, that you gained for yourself. Not what was positive about that person, because obviously if you're not with them anymore, there was a, a bigger reason. But what was what was brought out of you that you may not have had? If you're in an abusive relationship and you've learned to not have fear anymore because you just had enough and you kind of just broke out of that shell, what you learned from that is not to be fearful, not to be afraid, is to be more you know, cognizant of who you are to be more, you know, I'm not going to, I have my levels. I have what I'm going to take and what I'm not going to take. So I tell people all the time, you know, you know, the best investment is in yourself. And throughout this entire pandemic and shutdown and, and slow down or whatever you want to call it, life didn't really stop per se. Uh, life slowed down. So if you're moving at 100 miles per hour, you got slowed down to about 20 miles per hour and you actually can see the stop signs and the warning signs and the the great signs in the road to say, hey, oh, wow, I didn't realize that I was burning this much fuel that I can actually slow down and see it. You know what I'm saying? Um, I was watching, he was actually watching me last night, uh, Shark Week um, has been on, I guess, Discovery now is Shark Week. And one of the things about Shark Week that's kind of cool um, is that, you know, they have celebrities come on and, you know, they, they go, you know, face their fears and dive in the water and things of that, that regard. Um, and Will Smith was on Shark Week with his family. Um, they were going to do a dive because I think he explained that he accomplished so many things in his life that uh, that he was fearful of, you know, for success. He's accomplished them, but what he... But his his physical fears in life, like he hasn't really, you know, addressed them, so to speak. So without being too long winded about this, he went shark diving. And uh, one of the things that he said he realized when he came up from shark diving um, is that fear, the word fear or the presence of fear in, in, inside of you, it blocks you from seeing the beauty. Okay. And what he, I guess what he was saying was that he's in the ocean, beautiful ocean, and he's, you know, it's a beautiful um, reef that they were on, and the sharks came in to kind of like, you know, they're curious about, you know, what what's happening down there. And he says once he got into his head that he was okay and he wasn't fearful anymore, he saw the beauty. He saw this world that is not, you know, available to him all the time. He saw a beautiful thing. And I, I just took from that conversation that he was having uh, on the interview that, you know, that can relate to life where fear blocks the beauty that that's in your life. It blocks things that could happen for you because you're fearful of, of not achieving. You're fearful of not being good enough. You're fearful of, of inadequate, um, I'm sorry, um, of not being adequate. You're also fearful of, of success. And that is the true thing. Some of us are fearful of success. One of the things that I've learned, um, running my own business, so to speak, is that a lot of people are afraid of growth. And 
we have this in the back of our head that we want to make more money. We want to have more customers. We want to have more clientele. But when you start growing, when you start, that's a good problem to have because that is why you went into business is to do business. Business, the word business is busyness is, is how I thought of it as a kid. You're busy. If you're not busy, you're not running a business. Plain and simple. If you're not busy, you're not running a business. I mean, and, and what I mean by that, if you're not on your grind, if you're not pushing um, some, you know, some some things, you know, when it, when it's a slowdown, that's when you get your education. That's when you you work on your marketing. That's when you work on, you know, your because you're everything. You're you're your own human resource department. You're your own marketing. You are your accountant. You're everything to yourself. So you have to keep investing in yourself. And I tell people, I said, listen, you know, one of the one of the things that people are very fearful of is just being being bigger to grow. You know, now you may have gotten to something that says, well, this is a part time hobby thing that I do and I'm not looking to expand it. But then again, if you supply a need, if you if you supply something that is tangible, that is resourceful, eventually you're going to grow. It, it just happens. And then you have to either grow with it or stop doing it. Because, again, the reason that you got into business was to work for yourself, to enjoy those things. You know, uh, one of the greatest uh, things someone told me about being their own business or being responsible for themselves. Now, albeit, you know, there's pitfalls and dangers and, you know, you have to sink or swim. But it was like they don't call anyone boss, you know, you know other than their clients, but they don't call anyone boss. Like they don't report to anyone. And that is such a great feeling because, you know, we spend most of our lives kind of doing that, reporting to someone. Someone dictates when we can take a vacation. We, someone dictates how much money we can make, what our bonus is going to look like, you know, where where the job is going to be, where, where you're going to live because you can be transferred to, you know, from like South Beach to like, you know, Iowa. <laughs> Nothing against Iowa, guys, but... You get what I'm saying. So you have you have limited control of what happens to you in your life when it comes down to um, how you want to run your business. You know, and and, and when I say business, uh, people always think of brick and mortar or they think of, you know, some kind of online thing. But business is always encompassing who you are. You know, you're a business, you're a brand, you know, whatever your name is, first and last name, you're a brand. You're someone that, you know, is recognized by your friends, your peers, your colleagues, um, your family. You you have a reputation and, you know, how you cultivate that is up to you. How you bring about change in your life is up to you. We cannot rely on someone to make decisions for us. This pandemic has taught us that we saw that in real time that we are waiting on people to make decisions for us and rightfully so you know the government is for the people the government is is of the people but we we tend to forget that you know when you're in business you know you you think of okay this person pays my bills you know this person provides a way for me to provide for my family or for myself so i there's an obligation there's a there's a uh a symbiotic relationship that evolves from that government should be the same way for us. You know, our vote 
is a vote of confidence that we can rely on and for someone to have like-minded interests that we have. We tend to think that our vote doesn't matter. You know, not not getting into a whole geopolitical conversation, but what I'm saying to you is that, you know, um, you just can't come around sniffing out for votes. And then when you get in the office, you forget how you got there. Because, again, the next time around, people will remember. I say, you know what? I voted for you last time. You didn't do shit for me, so I'm not doing it again. And that's what it is. So, you know, I tell people, take stock in yourself. You know, you are valuable. You, you know, you matter to somebody. You make sure matter to yourself. You know, so we've had a great week of uh, things happening in the world, um, albeit, you know, the backdrop of a, of a horrible financial crisis and also uh, really, really bad situation where we've, you know, I think we've surpassed 5 million people infected in this country and then we're approaching 165,000 people that died. I remember when it was just 15 people five months ago. It's mind-blowing that this is still um, happening at this rate and I really hope that we get a handle on it to have some sense of normalcy, you know, that our kids can go to school, that, you know, we can, you know, strengthen the economy as best as we can, things of that nature. So, you know how it is. All right. So today I just wanted to keep it light. Um, uh, didn't have a major topic, just kind of wanted to, you know, go over a couple of current events um, that were, uh, you know, to me important, you know, may not be important to you, but I'm, I'm kind of Engaging my own interests. So it's always been great talking to you guys. And I look forward to uh, giving you guys some more content. Thank you for choosing the manual. Have an awesome day.